club members. I'm Kate, and I am here with a very special guest. We have our very own club brother, Bryce from Horror Movie Talk. I'm so excited that he's here, coming all the way from his latest live show. Right, Bryce? Yeah, I'm excited to be here. We're both me and David are big fans of of Nightlight, and uh, we're uh, we consider you guys our sister podcast do you really okay yeah. so i'm not just like a total creep for always calling you guys my no brothers. no i mean we're <laughs> okay. I, I feel like we have a pretty similar vibe except one side has probably a little too much testosterone <laughs> one one's definitely very testosterone right yeah. yeah, that's that's for sure. I love that, though. And so if you guys haven't checked out Horror Movie Talk, you definitely need to. Um, they're awesome, and they're our bros, and they just did a really awesome uh, live show. They did one of their first live shows, and they have more coming. Yeah, so we did – it wasn't for the podcast. It's kind of a separate thing, but we did a, a – we're doing a screening series of horror movies at the Kickens Theater in Vancouver, Washington, um, and – uh, we did, yeah, we did The Exorcist on Friday, and then in Good April choice. will be The Burbs, and then May is The Fly, and June is Hereditary. Oh my God, these are all so different. <laughs> yeah. So we're, yeah, we're, we uh, got them planned out, and we've been pushing them, and, and the first first uh, show is a success. Yeah. It went great. Lots of people showed up. Um, I think the theater that we're, partnering with was was very happy so i mean kiggins theater is a is a historic local theater and it's one of those things during the pandemic we we're wanting to be wanting to help some of the really cool local theaters oh, in sure. portland and vancouver and yeah, theaters uh, got hit pretty hard didn't they yeah and now even even now people are pretty hesitant to go back to the theater but even when they do they're going to like regal or amc and and not like oh the local one yeah screen theaters but there's a lot of charm and they show lots of um you know different types of of shows and uh they have their own events so they're they're a pretty cool little theater that have been around since you know the 30s or something so oh that's like yeah that's actually old yeah no it's, it's like, it's like a like not just as old as this movie like old 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 yeah yeah <laughs> it's old. uh like got this art de- art deco style you you should you should check out like the photos of it that's it's got a really cool marquee it's it's a really cool theater and you get to drink in it so i mean that's oh the hell yeah enough that's the best of both worlds right. you can watch the fly admire some fine architecture mm-hmm. get wasted right Mwah, amazing what else do you need <laughs> that's pretty great well i'm so i'm so excited that you're here bryce and i'm super excited that we're covering um, a movie that's very important to me, and I can't believe we haven't talked about it in the club yet, um, but Poltergeist. I'm so excited to talk about Poltergeist. Yeah, I mean, this is one of my top ten. Like, I, <gasps> we we covered this. Bryce. When did we cover this? Um, Back in 2020, I think. Um, we did Poltergeist, and, and uh, again, it was one of those that, like, I was wondering how long, why it took so long for us to get to it, but... This is pretty near Truly. a perfect movie, in my opinion. <gasps> that Okay, so to call it a top 10 just like straight out of the gate is kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean, there's pretty few top 10s that we've we've given. Um, I think I think that I would call this a top 10 also. Yeah. yeah. So I think the scoreboard's going to be very easy. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, if you want to, if you want to spoil the score for me, it's it's an easy ten out of ten. Oh my god, yeah. really? Oh yeah. yeah, ten out of ten. Okay, ten out of ten. I mean, so what makes it like a ten out of ten? Um, it's right. Because that's bold. It's right in my wheelhouse because I really like hauntings. Um, oh hell yeah, I re- like supernatural. But I really like it in the setting of like a close knit family. Or yes. like exploring family relationships and like the stress that it causes them. Yeah. Um, and this is well, you're a family guy. Yeah, yeah. I've, so that must be very relatable too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things. So we we just did the live show with The Exorcist, and that still that still affects me. But it's you watch these movies that were good, and you watch them again after you have kids, and all of a sudden it's got this whole new level of dread and terror because i I mean watching the exorcist i think about my daughter you know yes and how helpless that would be and watching the watching poltergeist it's the same thing we got a little family and we're just living our lives and all of a sudden your daughter disappears you know and and you just be you know devastated it's you would hope yeah it's it, it works on a lot of levels but it's also just it's got a lot of stuff that that would please a lot of people. So I mean, the gore is there. <laughs> the yeah, we got people ripping their faces off. Don't get like yeah. distracted by the family movie, right? There's still maggots. <laughs> yeah, there's you know, there's like the haunting stuff. There's like we you got know, goo. Goop. We got yeah, yeah. Egg. Yeah. We got some ectoplasm. Right. We've got some of that like matte animation that looks like old Disney movies mm-hmm. or old Disney cartoons. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I love that stuff. So it all works together. I know that like it's <laughs> it's officially by um it's not a Steven Spielberg movie, but Isn't it though? Yeah, I mean there there's a lot of like kind of side eye about um oh god, what's his name? Toby Hooper. Toby Toby Hooper, cuz Toby Hooper yeah. is the official director. Um but Steven Spielberg was definitely heavily involved and so it's one of those movies where Yeah. you point to like, well, that's obviously Spielberg, like making sure yes. that that happened. And then there's some other one hundred percent. That's obviously Toby Hooper because I don't think Steven Spielberg would have someone ripping off their face. I mean, that's just me. Correct. Um, Although you know that was Spielberg's hands, apparently. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, well that's cool. <laughs> um, no, I, that actually made me respect him. Like I got a little smidge more for him because there is that like there is a battle that kind of went on, or kind of like a. Some drama, mm-hmm. some tea between uh, Spielberg and Hooper. Not even between them, but just kind of about them. Where like Spielberg was already working on E.T. because that right. was like happening at like the exact same time, and he had that clause in his contract from Universal that said that he can't direct any other film right. while he's working on E.T. But there's claims back and forth about who was who, like who is the author, like who's the artist yeah. of Poltergeist. Yeah, I've I've heard it both ways. I've heard it that it was like it's literally just Steven Spielberg's movie, but he couldn't say it was his. And then I've heard yeah, like, I've heard that Toby Hooper say like, no, it was my movie. Like I was definitely the director on it, and Steven Spielberg was there to help. Um, but yeah, who's who's to believe? I mean, it's 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 very. If you were to be told that it was a Spielberg movie, you would believe it definitely. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, 
But well, the thing, so Nick hadn't seen it before, my husband Nick, and I was watching it with him this week, and he goes, is this Spielberg? And I was like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was on, nothing against Spielberg, obviously. Bryce, you're wearing your Jaws shirt right uh-huh. now. Yeah. Like, no disrespect, but I was like, I don't want you to, like, right out of the gate, no. But, I mean, it, we got, like, all sorts of, like, we got Star Wars paraphernalia all mm-hmm. over the place. This definitely has some industrial light and magic right. CGI going on. Yeah. It's it's obvious, I think. But the story doesn't seem overtly Spielbergy. Maybe it does. I don't know. Maybe I'm just defending Cooper for no reason. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no Spielberg reason. is, I don't know. I am an unapologetic Spielberg fan. He's, I think he's arguably the best director in history. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, I mean. It's oh, like, my God. Oh, yeah. I mean, who's, you can put him up against people, but it's like. Yeah, Steven Spielberg has a movie in his catalog that goes up against anyone else's like version of that as the okay. best. So it's like he's yeah. got, he did Jaws, but also Schindler's List, but also You know what? That's a fair point. You know, Indiana <laughs> Jones, you know. So it's like Yeah, that's right. He's got a huge range and he's there's none I can't think of a Steven Spielberg movie that's bad just not as good as it normally is but i can't point to a spielberg movie and say like that one was kind of boring and dumb because he he knows what to tap into pre- pretty well gremlins that's spielberg right nope that was it's uh, not that's not spielberg that's another one that feels like spielberg it feels is it just because it's 80s <laughs> yep a little bit um, <laughs> is, that what it is? is any 80s movie just a spielberg no, until proven it? otherwise uh i'm i'm drawing a blank who who did gremlins now uh, i'm looking it up i know shame gremlins i'm thinking richard donner i don't, I don't know. think that's right yeah either. i don't know joe dante joe dante yeah that's who it is who's joe dante um most notably known for gremlins okay gremlins the burbs oh my god we were just talking burbs. about the burbs he did the, howling, cover the burbs. and he did the inner howling. space is one that i know him from you probably don't Inner know Space. Inner Space. I don't. I do not know Inner Space. That's a that's a great eighties movie. It's Inner starring. Space. Uh, that's the movie that. I mean, I was a kid when I watched it, but I, it made is, me like a 80s, huge 80s? fan of um, of Dennis Quaid. I've always been a big Dennis, Dennis Quaid. I've been a big Dennis Quaid <laughs> fan. He's like, I don't know what happened in his career, but he could have been the next Harrison Ford. Like if Harrison um, Ford wasn't still being Harrison Ford at the time. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, because Harrison Ford is still very much Harrison Ford. Right. Is it was it Dennis Quaid that had that like full meltdown? That nope, that was his brother. Video- that was that was oh. Randy Quaid. Is who you're thinking of? Who's Randy Quaid? Randy Quaid is is the guy from uh, from National video. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. He's he's cousin Eddie. I Dennis, actually haven't seen that movie. Dennis Quaid is in a bunch of family movies now like that's yeah, mostly I, what are you sure oh i'm absolutely are, sure. are you just defending your boy dennis quaid no dennis quaid is good dennis <laughs> quaid is solid dennis quaid. <laughs> don't come at dennis I, don't come I'm at my boy dennis <laughs> i just know him from the parent trap that's dennis quaid right uh yeah i think that might have been him yeah i look at his face and i just hear it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I will say when I'm looking up Inner Space, I recognize the composer, 
only because he's also the composer of Poltergeist. It's Jerry Goldsmith. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, and speaking of Jerry, Jerry actually got nominated for um, an Academy Award for Best Original Score for Poltergeist. And they also got nominated for Best Sound Effects, Editing, and Best Visual Effects, but they lost all of them. Oof. Do you know Do you know who they lost to? What year was it? So this was 90, 87? Is that what it was? 82. 82. You know, I'm going to give you multiple choice because okay. I hate to tell you this, but there is a pop quiz. Okay. I'm so sorry. You, you were... You're telling me this is your top 10? This might be it might be Return you. of the Jedi or something. <laughs> Maybe. Or, we'll see. 82. So, all right, I, I, let's go. I got five questions. They're multiple choice if you need them to be. Okay. But I want to see how well you actually know Poltergeist. So, I'll give you I'll, I'll give, you, give you the first question. So, this family, right? It's about the Freeling family. They live in this planned community called I think it's Costa Verde. Costa Verde. Yeah, that's it. What state? What state are they in? Um, I thought it was California, but I don't. It is California. Oh, Simi Valley. Yeah. Simi Valley. Yeah, so California. Where? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm on the other coast. I don't know any of that stuff. But good job, ding ding. Yeah. So that was very easy right off the bat. Okay. Um, this one I think is a little trickier. So in the movie, we got Carol Ann. Her bedroom closet is the entrance portal to the nether, nether realm. Mm-hmm. Um, but in which room in the house is the exit of the portal? Um, I mean, it was at the bottom of the stairs. So either like the yeah. entrance or like the living room or something. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, very good. <laughs> very good. Okay. Wow. You're, you haven't even. Are you sure these questions yet. aren't just to test me that I've actually watched the movie? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I don't know if people who aren't intimately familiar with this would have remembered. I oh, feel okay. like a lot of people who watch Poltergeist are like, they're here right. and the house is clean and there's bodies under the ground and like that's all that they remember. Sure. But okay. I think that we're biased because we really like this movie. Uh-huh. So maybe I should have just done harder quiz questions. <laughs> but Sorry, I'm throwing shade at your quiz. Proceed. You are. I guarantee you there are people out there that are like, damn, Kate's quizzes are so hard. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe I'm not very good. Well, let's see. Let's see if you know this one. So the youngest daughter, we got Carol Ann. She's the first one that interacts with the poltergeist through the TV. Um, but what is the first indication for the rest of the family that there is a poltergeist? What's the first thing they see? For the rest of the family... It depends on what you count. Well, I would probably count the the chairs moving. Yeah, right? that's what I counted. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I that scared me when I was little. That's like my that's me. my favorite part. Like that. Oh, that's yeah, what sells so it for me. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what like a suburban family would do. Is like, holy shit, look at this. Look at well, the chairs. That's moving. what I said. You would you would stay right? Of course. Of course, thank you. Okay, so I was watching with Nick, and Nick's like, "Wait, they stay in the house?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course, of course they do. It's just some chairs." And then, I mean, the movie progresses, and he's like, "And you would have stayed in the house?" I was like, "Well, there was no indication that this was gonna. Yeah. This is probably very unlikely still." Right. Yeah. They could have left it at the chairs, and that would have been fine. I would have stayed for sure. I don't know if I would have put my daughter right on the circle that like jerks you across the room uh-huh. maybe maybe i would have maybe if i was a cool mom would you do that with one of your daughters um they wore I, a helmet no uh i mean i would do it myself 
Like I would, I would get scooted across the room. I mean, I would take it oh, as a absolutely. challenge to the poltergeist personally. Um, a ghostly scoot. Yeah. Um, okay. So I've, I've, this is the fourth question that I've been saving for you. Okay. I'm concentrating. It was nominated for three Academy Awards. Okay. But it was showed up by what other Spielberg movie? I'll give you multiple choice. A, Gremlins. B, Raiders of the Lost Ark. C, Empire of the Sun. Or D, E.T. Well, you just said that he was doing E.T. in the same year, so I'll I'll guess E.T. Yeah, it was E.T. Good guess. Yeah. Good guess. Yeah, E.T. won for because John Williams. Uh, I mean, yeah, has to show everyone up. So like. the E.T. Sound, soundtrack is probably John Williams' best piece that he's ever done. It's so good. Like I'll I'll give them that. I I started to get defensive of Poltergeist, and then I saw it was John Williams. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's fine. And there is one more question. I don't know if you'll remember this. Okay. Actually, you definitely will. I don't know why I saved it for last. But what family pet dies in the movie? Oh, the... Oh, wait. <laughs> yes! It was It was a bird. It was Tweety. It was a That's bird. That's right. Tweety the bird, yes. Yeah. Um, I was thinking it was a fish for a second because they were, well, they were flushing it. For... And then they replaced it with a fish. fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because my, my multiple choice was dog, goldfish, bird, and hamster. And right. there are th- three of those are in the movie. Right. I do like that they respect, like, I- I'm a big fan of the doesthedogdie.com right. website <laughs> and checking to make sure every golden retriever on screen is fine. Right. Um, and I didn't have, this movie was very good at putting me at ease there. Like, whenever the kid is going to his grandma's house and they're like, okay, things are getting real. Everyone go hang out somewhere else. And then the dog jumps in the car with them. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> I I can I am re- I can hang out now. I I I, I can breathe. Mm-hmm. But I do have a bonus question. Okay. Um, name one item that Carol Ann puts in the cigar box whenever they bury the bird. Oh, um, she put a paper towel so she could she sleep. Did. That's a weird one to yeah. remember. <laughs> She does. Um, can you remember anything? I else actually don't remember most. I I think they mention licorice later. Yeah, she she because she's chewing on it and she puts it in yeah. there. She puts licorice in case he gets hungry. And then yeah, if she's hungry, if she needs to sleep, what was the other one? I I know there was a flower. That oh, was the yeah. first one. A flower, and then a family Polaroid. Right. If when she gets lonely, that was the one. Yeah, yeah. and that's so cute. Oh, anyway, you like nailed this quiz. I'm very impressed. Mm-hmm. I actually did think some of these were kind of hard. Well, it helps that I watched it like a couple hours ago. <laughs> I rewatched <laughs> it a couple hours ago. That so does help. That it's helps pretty a lot. fresh. It's was it still good? Like you don't get tired of it? Um, I mean, I would probably uh, if it was if I didn't have a reason to do it, I probably would have given it another year between another a good year. It. But no, I mean it's a it's a great movie. Like there's nothing. Uh, When's the last time you watched it? Um, so the end of 2020. I'm looking at my notes right now. Like oh, because when you covered it on horror yeah, movie when we talk. covered it, we so it says the last edit was December 19th, 2020. So that was we probably recorded it for the last episode of of December 2020. Guess I was. I I think I haven't seen it. Surely I watched it since I was little. 
Maybe not. I, I never I watched I it. I watched it, it like a couple years before we started the podcast, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is great." I don't. I it's still good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I never saw it as a kid. Like it was completely out of my, out of my world, which is is kind of weird. I'm like, shocked. Because I watched like Gremlins. I watched everything else like in the 80s. But yeah, Poltergeist Yeah, because you were like a child of the 80s, right? Yeah. yeah. I was born in 82. You were born in 82. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, mean, I was born in 93, but like my dad was like you'd try, trying to find a movie. Because I, I think I remember you posting this on the horror, horror movie group. Like what's a good movie to like introduce right. kids to? Yeah. And I think my this was one that my dad showed me whenever I was like quite young, trying to like get me into the horror game. It obviously worked, mm-hmm. but it did scare me a lot. Right. Yeah. The clown. I mean. Right. <laughs> I'm still afraid of deeply, deeply afraid of clowns because of this movie. <laughs> right. It's a creepy clown. It's it's. I think that that's the reason I was talking to Ariana about this because we were t- we were talking about like the main fears that people have like what are like the most common fears Mm -hmm. and i said i think clowns is probably up there and it's probably because of this movie well i I think i saw i was reading like you know because this movie was obviously nominated for a bunch of accolades and didn't get any (laughs) but it got some it got some random ones so i saw that it won like it was like featured on like bravo's hundred scariest movie moments and it was and i was like i I bet you it's the clown doll Mm -hmm. and it was the clown doll and it was like number 80 on the list (laughs) which as an adult's not as scary as i remember but i still don't like it yeah people don't remember like the disturbing stuff like the ripping the face off it's like yeah and like the meat like producing yes you know the steak yeah i'd forgot the tree the tree scared me the most this go around yeah that's like literally the carnivorous tree that's like eating a child. I'm like, I don't remember that. Yeah. Have you seen Poltergeist 2? No, I haven't. I know like a little bit about it, but I've actually never seen it. Poltergeist 2 is is really good. It kind of goes off the off the rails for Poltergeist 3. It, Poltergeist 3 very feels <laughs> so 90s cuz it's I don't know oh, what it I is like about it. like high rises and p- putting placing things in skyscrapers in the 90s that just it's almost yeah. like you have to put Jason in space at some point. Like, yeah, in the early nineties, your setting had to be a high rise. <laughs> it's, um, it's the future, right? But uh, yeah, Poltergeist Two is really good. Um, well, not as good as the original, but in terms of like special effects, it had some great, like, gory scenes really? and stuff. Yeah, maybe I should watch it. I always just assumed because, like, obviously, it's not as well reviewed as Poltergeist because. Yeah. Spoiler, Poltergeist is extremely well-received, like, critically very, very well-received, known to be, like, one of, like, the horror classics. Yeah. So I just kind of assumed Poltergeist 2 would be bad. Well, Poltergeist 2 has, more... like, a one of the classic horror villains, like, the the preacher That's from... That's what I've heard. The preacher from Poltergeist 2 is, like, pretty iconic, and he's creepy as... A, creepy AF, as the kids say. Creepy AF. <laughs> And uh, um, he's like the human version of the beast, which is like the antagonist of this movie, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Something like that. I can't remember the the. There's something with a plot around like dead settlers and dead Indians underneath the house or something. It's it gets kind of convoluted, but that's okay that was pretty good what's what's interesting to me watching it is like how much better the practical effects hold up against the the special effects that are 
you know, com- computer generated or like the oh, green screen. Oh, yeah. The wires look great. <laughs> like. I'm a big fan. Like the goopiness is great. Like the. Oh, yeah. It's the well puppetry done. It's stuff. Well done goop. But when it, the stuff that like draws me out is when that scene where they go into the room and everything's flying around and it's like so obviously green screened and like i loved it doesn't feel like the same scale and it doesn't feel like they're in the same room if you watch that i I also just watched (laughs) the exorcist so if you watch the exorcist as a similar scene except the way they did it was they just threw stuff (laughs) behind the camera so they just threw stuff at the walls like records and stuff and so it feels so much more visceral because it's real as opposed to like oh this floating Look at this lamp. It's screwing itself in. That's fair. You know what? Honestly, that's fair. That's fair and that's valid. That's Um, totally... Because, like, I I will say, whenever they start trying to, like, get a little bit too big for their britches with the visual effects, I'm like, all right, slow down. We liked you when you had the chair shooting across the room. Like when it was... the state going across the the When the hand... When it first, like, shoots out of the, the TV... It's like terrifying, and then it yes. instantly turns into like a Disney animated hand. Correct. Like, well, yes, that's what I'm saying. It looks like those old Disney movies because it's like like matte animation where they just like literally draw stuff right. and then put yeah. it over the film. But I'm I'm personally here for it. <laughs> I'm here for that. I'm less here for like the the lamp screwing itself in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like let's right. go back to the wires. Let's let's have the giant tree puppet that literally mm-hmm. consumes a child right. that was cool exactly. yeah that's good stuff and i do feel that's good stuff and that's what's missing from modern horror movies in right. my opinion trees that eat children but this movie actually did very well like not just critically but financially too like it was it made like a shitload of money yeah i think it was hold on i have it right here because i always every time anything's past like the 2000s i have to adjust it for inflation because it's just you can't compare yeah. it but like so like budget is like 10.7 million. I'm like, "Oh, that's a nice budget." No, that's like 31 million dollars. I'm like, "Oh, that's right. This is a Spielberg. Yeah, this yeah. is not a low budget <laughs> movie." And then internationally, like if you adjust for inflation, the box office is like north of 300 million dollars. Yeah. Which is a lot. It's <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy now. It's like, "Oh, $300 million, that's how much it costs to make a movie now," you know. I that's so, you know what? Like if we're comparing it to things like it, <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, two hundred million. No, no, no big deal. Right. No problem. Yeah. No, th- this movie I think made good use of its money. I think that my favorite part of the movie by far, though, and I don't know, I don't think that this was what they spent their budget on, but I think my best, the best part of this movie is the cast to me. Yeah. I think that the mom is amazing. Obviously, the medium is iconic. Right. Zelda Rubenstein is that her name? Yes. Um. Yeah. Played Tangina. Or tan- yes, Tangina. Is it Tangina? Surely it's. Not. I don't know if it's Tangina. <laughs> I don't remember her name. I feel like I remember hearing it being said Tangina, but I really hope it's not. Yeah, let's just say Tangina. We're gonna call her Zelda. Actually, is what we're right. gonna call her. God, Zelda. Well, she was amazing. Yeah, and the little the little girl Heather O'Rourke that oh, played Carol yeah. Ann. She's adorable. She was so good. She was so cute. Yep. Because you have daughters, right? You have two. I have a daughter. She's she's nine. And then I got two sons that are younger. Two? You have three? Oh, I thought you only had two. 
Oh my goodness. I know no, David has two David girls. David has two daughters. Wait, how old are your sons? Um, so seven and four. How old is... So I'm not good at children ages. How old is the little girl in this movie about? She's like... She's... That's a good question. She's young. She's young. She's... Yeah, she's like... She can Probably kindergarten age-ish. Well, yeah, she she wasn't at school when the other kids were in school. So she probably was like Four four or something. Yeah. She was so cute in this movie. Yeah. Well, and then she had a long life after this. I know. It's like, I don't want to talk about, should we talk about the curse? Yeah. This is one of those movies that comes up when they talk about cursed movies. Yeah. I feel like they do it. Like they do features on like E Hollywood and stuff like that. And then you like dig into it and it's like much, much less impressive. It's like, yeah, it's not like half. So the reason that there's a curse quote unquote a, a poltergeist curse is because a, a lot of members of the cast died thereafter and some quite tragically um unfortunately that includes heather o'rourke who was carol ann who she died when she was 12 because she had i think it was um she like had septic shock because she had this acute bowel obstruction from an undetected congenital issue yeah which is crazy that I, I like it's like a congenital issue that you would have expected serious signs to manifest much 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 sooner, which is why she didn't get diagnosed. Yeah, and then they just just didn't. That just really sucks. Yeah, um, and then the the older daughter died like Ugh. pretty soon after the first months. The first one, yeah, months after it came out. So like this movie came out, I think in April or June, and she died in. October and she, she died a horrific death because yeah. her, her ex-boyfriend like came over I think trying to like reconcile after a fight and literally just strangled her to the point that she went into a coma and didn't wake up Oof. isn't that awful and she was young too she got taken off life support like three weeks before her 23rd birthday yeah. I know big oof yeah. I know, but I knew about that because um, one of my one of my top ten movies, also horror movies, is American Werewolf, uh-huh. and her brother is the friend in American Werewolf. I forget his name, something Dunn. Uh-huh. But that's I, I was like digging into him, and I was like, oh, 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 <laughs> and then I found the curse. I'm like, oh, this is awful. Yeah. But those are the saddest ones. Those are like the really sad ones. But then because, of course, two people died and it's sad, um, everyone's going to like make up reasons that. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, it wasn't even during the the production or anything. It was just. No. It was like, oh, yeah. three months later, the assistant, you know. Yeah, truly. Yeah, one of the them that they used was died. One of the, the best boy, <laughs> just like silly things. One of them that they mentioned was um, the 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 priest Cain uh, from right. Poltergeist Two, who was an elderly person right. who had like gastric cancer and like had for a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I think another one was um, like Will Sampson, who was the shaman in Poltergeist Two, who right. literally just also had a congenital disease Mm -hmm. and it's like this isn't fun like this isn't a fun curse this is just we're talking about everyone who died like this isn't fun there's like a thing on shutter where they they examine these cursed movies and it's 
it's so underwhelming. It's like you're it's like you, you watch it and you're like, oh well, that's a coincidence. Or like, <laughs> it's actually impressive that more people don't die. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. You're like, oh, that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the only more unsatisfying thing is if you watch like a a real exorcist documentary. It's like you watch an exorcist and they just go visit some crazy people that think they're possessed. Yes. Oh, I don't think I've ever watched like an actual like IRL exorcism. Are those on? Where do you watch those? Well, there was, I think there was, I think there might be, I think that might also be on Shudder. Like you. That would make sense. There was like the real exorcist or something like that. And it's like a priest that, I don't even think he's a real Catholic priest, but he's like <laughs> a priest. He plays one on TV. But he's, you know, he's a professional exorcist and, you know, some, some guy on the, on the program was like, he's a Hispanic guy and he's like, yeah, I think I'm possessed because, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I, I can't remember. And then the guy does, does like a, just a prayer and he's like, yeah, I don't feel possessed now. It's like, wow. That's it? Strong evidence. This is. When you're comparing and they're it, filming it, yeah, they're they're showing it like and that's it's, so embarrassing. Like, when you're don't expecting, film that. you know, beds to be flying around and <laughs> you know, like real stuff to be happening, it's just like, yeah, I just don't feel right. I think a de- demon is possessing me. Yeah, now I'm it's gone. Much better, yeah, better. <laughs> now it's, I'm, it's I'm, passed. Yeah, I'm glad that I got that exercised. <laughs> I don't think I want to watch that. That does sound really <laughs> underwhelming. Well, isn't um, The Exorcist is a cursed movie, quote unquote? Yes. Well, that's mostly because William Friedkin was a giant dick. (laughs) Why is he? Yeah, because like Ellen Burstyn. So do you you remember The Exorcist? um, Yeah, of course. Pretty well. Okay, so you know the scene where um, Regan is like getting tossed back and forth on the bed? Yeah. That was like not tested out <laughs> and like she got real bad like whiplash from it and got kind oh of oh my god i just assumed it wasn't her no it was her oh my god and like got kind of injured from that and then the other one um in the scene where okay like the pr- really messed up scene where like uh reagan is grabbing her head and shoving it into her, shoving her mom's head into her crotch and then oh, she yes. then she tosses her across the room. That yes. toss across the room also was really Ellen Burstyn and she really broke her back because of it. <gasps> oh my god. And, you know, she it's one of those things when you back. break your back, that's not something that like That's not a goes away. <laughs> it's like That's a forever thing. Yeah. That seems just so unnecessary. Like we've been making movies for a long time. <laughs> right. Why do you think you need to do that? But you got to get that reaction, Kate. Like, oh it's, my god. I'm like, I'm not a director, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be authentic. I need to hear the spine snap. So there there's stuff like that. Um but uh, oh yeah, the other one with the exorcist was that in one of the scenes with um when they're doing that medical doing a medical procedure on Regan where it's like shooting the blood out from her from her neck do you remember that one ew yes where they just like it's like this bizarre like they put a needle in right. like a tube and I'm like you're like what are they doing yeah so that 
like the the doctor that was doing that and i think like the assistants were actually real really did that procedure in real life so they made it look really really realistic but one of the assistants in that scene and you could barely see him in it um apparently he like killed a couple people (gasps) oh my god in real life yeah but it sounds like oh is they make it sound like he's a serial killer but i think it was more like a lover's spat kind of thing if i remember it's right still not, he's still not a good person no he's not he's not he's not a cool he's a real rascal is what we, he's he's a real rascal that guy I, I, are you sure so those were actual doctors because that procedure to me didn't look like actual medicine that just but i don't know what year is it maybe it was yeah um i can't remember right now but yeah you can you can look it up it's an actual that's what it actually looks like that's back whenever they did they use like glass syringes and stuff like yeah. that like reuse them freaking gross <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't think I can watch The Exorcist again. That movie is way worse than this movie. That's yeah. kind of a family movie too. It is. It's a it's It counts. Yeah, it's a really I mean, they're a really close family. Single mother <laughs> family, but like it's They were they were close. Like I would I would still say it's like a family dynamic. Yeah, I mean it's that's it. like what really sells it is that both this movie and The Exorcist are really good at showing the kind of mental breakdown of the parents of like showing the fatigue and just desperation and this one does it in a jump cut basically to where it's like yes i i kind of like that that. yeah carol ann disappears and then all of a sudden it cuts to like what two months later or something like that yeah and he's like he looks like he hasn't slept since then Yes, he's like holding a cup of a cup of coffee in one hand and like chain smoking in the yeah. other one and just like being very yeah, casual about the whole thing. The Exorcist is a little more gradual. Um but yeah. it's uh, I mean that's what sells it. I read the book. We're talking so much about The Exorcist. I'm sorry. Um, well, there's like there are parallels. Yeah, there's a lot of parallels. I mean, I I read the book The Exorcist finally and I can say like the character of the mother is way more interesting in in the movie because of her really? performance yeah there's there's a lot more meat there from from what ellen burston brought in she's just a good mom you know what i mean yeah in this movie too goodness i can't remember the actress's name um the mom in this movie she's like a very very good actress yeah joe beth williams yeah that's it joe beth williams yeah and she's just such a good mom <laughs> yeah i just like watching her in this movie just being a good mom and not even just the carol ann stuff but like with the other kids too like whenever um the eldest daughter is like getting catcalled by the like construction crew and then just like flips them off mm-hmm. and her mom's just like proud of her from the window i'm like yeah how did how did you mom. how did that feel to you like did that, that feel like dated. the <laughs> right reaction to have as that- a mother so like now, no, I would be like calling the police. But like in the eighties, whenever women are just getting cat called every five seconds, you're just like, yeah, good for her. She's like, she ain't gonna take it. Good, for, good for her. Yeah, I mean, nowadays, I, no. Yeah. No, I would look at that uh, if I was like, if I saw that, I'd be like, I, you're working for me, motherfucker. What are you doing? No, you think I can't fire you right now? Like, get the hell out of my and they property continue they continue to work for them yeah, yeah. i would be like you're fired like right. be like you're hey you, I, I have a strict no pedophile policy on contractors 
Yeah, she's like 15, 16 in this movie. Yeah, I think so. And then they stay. And then that one motherfucker drinks her coffee. <laughs> right. So like not a good construction crew all right. in all, if no. I must say. Yeah, it goes for yeah, the the ad- 80s wackiness is uh <laughs> yeah, That's what we'll call in, it. in full effect and like as you know, included in wackiness in the 80s was, you know, just casual pedophilia <laughs> just casual wacky pedophiles yeah. <laughs> hanging outside your window right yeah can we talk about how close that pool was to their house though that made me nervous oh man okay here's another thing that as a parent changes the point where they panicked because they're like we got to check <gasps> yes. the pool oh my god yes um yeah pools are death traps for children like it's they are. Uh, it's kind of terrifying we went on a vacation recently and they had a pool at our um vrbo or airbnb that we went Mm -hmm. to and i was there in the pool with the kids and you know two of the three the two oldest ones like have had some swim lessons Uh still it took like two seconds of turning my back around before i turned around saw one of my children you know flailing about in the water and would have oh drowned god. if i had not intervened you know that's terrifying oh my god bryce no and it happened back to back it was like not oh just one it was like my son went got too deep and he was like full-on you know flailing like Drowning. seeing someone seeing when someone drown is much less dramatic than you think it is it's like just their head is kind of poking up out of the water and they're not you know yeah, it's kind of quiet. <laughs> it's pretty quiet. And then the other one was my littlest one, my four-year-old. He was in this floaty with his legs through it. So it's like a little round donut, but it had yeah, like a bottom cute. to it where you can put your legs through. Yeah. Um, And that flipped over. Yeah, those flip over. You got to be careful about those. <laughs> and he couldn't get out because his legs were stuck oh, in it. And, that's uh, terrifying. Poor so, baby. Yeah, that was, I mean, I saw both of these i saw like almost immediately after it happened or i watched it from across the pool and saw them happen and could immediately intervene but yeah i mean that's a (laughs) that stuff is like well this is terrifying and it's a point where it's like no we need actually two adults or one adult per child out here just to watch each kid a hundred percent because they will kill themselves they will. Well, it's just that's why insurance rates go up whenever you get a pool, like the, especially if there are any children in the family, it goes up a lot, a lot, a lot. Right. Um, we I didn't have a pool, but my grandpa had a pool growing up and he was in um, like the town next door. And so we would go over there a lot. And I, I'm one of three daughters in the second that we were born because um, he'd had that pool forever. The second we were born, a gate went up right. like a full gate, yeah. like not just like a fence, like a like a gate with a door in it with a lock and it was locked yeah this this uh rental that we had was pretty great because like every single door that went out to the pool had like a really loud alarm on it like that would go off after like 15 seconds if you didn't press it that's good yeah have you seen these um it's like these classes now where they're teaching infants how to like float and swim yeah Got kind of uh, mixed feelings about that because does it make you nervous? It looks cool, and then you read, you know, about them like, yeah, they can get your child to save itself, but also it's like, 
one of the most traumatic ways you can teach a kid how to do something. It's like that's true. Just gotta well, you just gotta kind of let it drown until it stops. Have a healthy fear, <laughs> yeah. The kid will have a healthy fear, right? Won't want to drown. That is, I will agree. Even like I'm not a parent, obviously. If if that's not extremely obvious, I am not a parent. But like watching this movie in the scene, and I know that she's not in the pool because I've seen mm-hmm. this movie. She got sucked into the closet. Right. She's in the she's in the netherworld now. Right. But even just whenever they were like, "Oh God, the pool," like my heart was like, Hugh! like it was in yeah. my stomach. And they're like diving, trying to find her. Oh my God, I would, I would just die on the spot. Yeah. Terrifying. See, this this movie's scary. You can't tell me this movie isn't scary. Yeah, it's got good... I mean, yeah, people look at it and, like, it's it's a blockbuster. It's it's kind of family-friendly, you know, for the most part. I think so. But I, I think it is. There's some decent scenes in it that are honestly scary, you know? I think by far, for me, it's the face, right? The... The ripping the face off yep. in the mirror. Yeah. That, that, just because I think I forgot about it. And I felt, like, comfy. And I was like, oh, it's a little Spielberg mm-hmm. movie that I watched as a child. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Right. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah. Nick did not like that at all either. He was like, Kate, what movie is this? I'm like, I, I, I promise it's PG. It's rated PG. It's not that bad. Well, I think it was originally rated R. And um, the production studio was like, but please and then like okay fine pg because there was no pg-13 yet yeah i think it was like right around the corner though i think pg-13 came like came out like as a new rating five or six years later it was in the 80s yeah it was either like it seems like around that time it's they're always talking about like this is the movie that made it happen the one i always point to i think it's temple of doom which is, is like, it Temple? I keep I keep wanting to think it's Temple of Doom. Oh, goodness, it I, might I feel be like I, Gremlins. I feel like it's a. I I feel like I always think it's Gremlins, and then I look it up, and it's not. And then it's a movie that is I just never remember because I must have looked it up. Yeah. Let me see. PG thirteen first. Let's see. Gremlins. Everyone's trying to say Gremlins, or maybe it's just because I searched Red Dawn. I don't even know what that is. You don't know what Red Dawn is. No, what is that? I've never seen it, but it's like... Okay, it's, okay. It's one of those like very, very 80s movies. It's kind of like a Lost Boys thing. It, the oh, the plot the is Boys. the Russian, the communist invade the U.S. in like the suburbs. And a, the band of, you know, Goonies kids basically take them on. Goonies kids. I see Patrick Swayze is in it. Yeah. Maybe I would like this movie. I wonder why that had to be PG-13, because I'm sorry, Poltergeist needs to be PG-13. I can't believe this was PG. Yeah. But Jaws was PG also, right. which you're, you're wearing on your shirt right now. Right. That was PG. Ridiculous. Yeah, and that had, I mean, am I remembering it wrong that it had nudity? No, I swear there was the woman in the, in the beginning is topless, is she not? Yeah. I thought maybe there's just the enough silhouette victim. that it's like. It's just like a little silhouette, but there's yeah. a lot of like people getting eaten right i don't know i don't know if i i don't think it's fair to call this pg but here whenever you talk about ratings it's such a weird it's, it's such so, a weird thing because it, it's it's, it's like goes from being logical to being like political like yes. around what will make the studio more money to where it's like yes everyone wants to be a pg-13 right now yes but they should Those be aren't the best a lot movies. of them should be ours you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah I agree. I totally agree. But yeah, this was technically PG, which is probably why um, my dad was like, yeah, you can handle this. 
I could not, by the way. It scared the shit out of me. This this was one of the first ones, and Silver Bullet was one of the first ones. And Silver Bullet, I was okay with. Emma did not like Silver Bullet at yeah. all. That did, like, lasting emotional damage. <laughs> she watched the first... She wasn't supposed to be watching it, I think, to be fair. I think she was watching it, like, upstairs over the banister. Uh-huh. And it was the very beginning. I don't know if you've ever seen Silver Bullet or uh-uh, probably isn't. I haven't. Ugh, it doesn't. Well, some drunk guy's walking around and then he just gets his head like whopped off by a werewolf. Mm. And she screamed. <laughs> and she, for literally, oh, we were so bad because, you know, she's two older sisters. So anytime it was like, okay, Emma, you need to take out the trash. We're like, I hope it's not a full moon. And she'd just start sobbing. <laughs> so that one did lasting damage. And the clown in Poltergeist did lasting damage to me. I yeah. still don't like clowns. Yeah. Even like regular like clowns, like just around, whenever they're trying to be nice, get away from me. <laughs> I don't want that balloon. <laughs> Step back. Not a fan. And watching it now, like, it's not that scary of a scene. But I will say, because this movie had two sequels, and it also had a remake. Did you see the remake? I never saw the remake, no. From what I've heard, I think that you shouldn't. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, first of all, no one asked for that. Like, we're good. We're right. happy with the 82. Like, it's perfect. Yeah, um, there's, like, there's a couple 80s movie remakes that are just like, why? Why would you even do that? Like... They remade they the, the, thing. the thing. It's like, just yeah. don't. That's so just, dumb. No one asked for it. Yeah. I, and, and that one, and I love the thing. And that's just, it came out the same year as this. That was 82. Yep. And I'm a big fan. I have a poster of it right there on my wall. It's like, it's number one on our, on our scoreboard. And I don't think it's going anywhere. We'll see. <laughs> um, but that's one of my favorite movies. And I didn't even know there was a remake. So like, yeah. that's not good. <laughs> what else have they done remakes of like 80, 80s movies? Like full remakes. Um, I don't know if it was eighties, but the Anna, the Amityville Horror oh, was one yeah. that they did. Yeah, there was one just was recently that like, like I forgot that they did. Um, or maybe it was Poltergeist. I, that might have been it. I was like, maybe was, they, they just did? did Texas Chainsaw, but that was seventy eight. Yeah, or something like that. Close enough. It was Toby Hooper. Yeah. No more Toby Hooper remakes. Enough. <laughs> God, you guys just covered Texas Chainsaw too. I saw. Yeah, the new one, the Netflix one. Yeah, we we did, we watched it on Stream Lounge. Um, I'll just I'll just say it was not what I thought it was gonna yeah. be. It was something very different. Yeah, it was it was just basically like another Halloween movie. It was. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> it's just trying to be Halloween. Yeah. But I don't I don't know if we need any. Just stop, just make different. Just make new movies. Yeah, I haven't seen <laughs> any of the sequels to Texas Chainsaw Massacre or any of the Rob Zombie ones. So like I don't. I've only seen the original, and so I compare it to that. I'm like, well, that has nothing in common with it whatsoever. You know. Me too. I haven't seen the any of the sequels or the. They had a remake of the first one like not like didn't they this is like the second i think they might have had two i think like it had the rob zombie one and then they had another one yes because i've had club members um like write in and be like oh can you do like this version of texas chainsaw and i'm like there's more (laughs) why is there more yeah so it's stuff like that where it makes you feel bashed like yeah i hey i'm an expert i'm a horror movie reviewer i know all this stuff (laughs) I i know that i totally knew that I knew there was a Poltergeist 3. Did not know that. Oh, my God. A third one. In, in 88. They were, like, cranking them out. Yeah. 
they were not wasting any time. And and I heard that there's another, this is like hearsay, but there's supposed to be another Poltergeist remake in the works that was announced in like 2019. I hope that that has died. <laughs> yeah. I really, like no one is asking for that. Just make a new movie. Right. Yeah. But they won't. <laughs> They'll give us another Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, they gotta they gotta guarantee their return on investment. That's true. I, and they might I mean, that's one of the things scream. where it's like you look at A twenty four and you're like, why? It feels like they've cracked a code that like, wow, yeah. how do they make all these really good independent movies? It's like, well, maybe they're just doing like original IP and no one else is, and so just try a little harder, guys. Yeah. So I agree. Know. I think that it's like it's political. It's like what they think they can get back from it, what they think will screen well. And it's like not about act- the content at all. And yeah. I don't, maybe it just was different in the eighties. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, when you look at like the new star Wars or Marvel movies, it's like, those are billion dollar movies. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're putting all their eggs in that basket. And yeah. if you're a studio, you just don't have enough, like no one's spending money on like a, you know, $20 million drama because people don't go see him you look at like uh we were we were talking about the last duel which is a great movie no one saw it at all i haven't heard of it i'm so sorry the last duel yeah had a had matt damon and um adam what's his name adam driver adam driver in it how have i not heard of this it was really good. Oh, I got David watching. It's very well it. reviewed. Yeah, he started watching it. It's Ridley Scott. It's like oh, period piece. That's, yes. And it's well, it's like Scott, a kind of a Rashomon movie to where it's like the same story is told from three different perspectives. And oh, then that's it, very creative. I like when movies can do that successfully. Yeah, it's and hard. then it's got a real kick-ass duel at the end. It's like oh, the last one. There's right something there. for everyone, you know. Okay, I haven't that 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 makes me sad that like I haven't heard of that. Yeah, but I've definitely watched the new Texas Chainsaw. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, am I part of the problem? Yeah. No, it's the system. The system is the problem. It's not <laughs> am me. I so out of touch? No. It's no, the children. The children. <laughs> it's the children who are out of touch. Man, yeah. I don't know. As long as this movie is untouched, I think I'll be okay. Another thing that I really like about this movie that I did not expect to see from an 80s movie like when i didn't even think like i thought okay i did think twice i didn't think thrice about the construction workers like harassing the child Uh (laughs) because like that's just what people did and what they got away with i was like that's gross but moving right along what i didn't (laughs) expect i didn't expect this movie to pass the bechdel test which is where there's two women talking to each other about not a man about right. literally anything that's not a man and this yeah. passes it twice it passes it a lot yeah because the mother is talking with like the scientist lady and yes and uh tan- medium tangina tangina yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and and they like talk a lot like they have really in-depth conversations i don't know what a female bromance is because we don't do we have a name for that yet we should um i'm gonna have to think about it because you'll have to come up with it because i'm sure whatever <sighs> i come up with will be very offensive <laughs> Y'all, that's even, especially to use for passing the bechdel test that'd be great yeah i'm trying to you know what i gotta think about it but i'll, I'll think of i would something. say i would say cis mance a cis that's horrific we, can, we have to try harder than that yeah. Bryce. cis mance yeah. g- g- uh, 
No, I can't. A girlmance. <laughs> girlmance. <laughs> girlmance. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Damn it! It's just not catchy, is it? Yeah, you really got to have that row. You could do a. You could call it a uteromance. <gasps> I love it. Done. Yes. Done. Done. Uteromance. There are two uteromances. That's really good. I Bryce. mean, that's why. I, that's why I make the big bucks. Over just here. off the top of your nose. Right. Yeah. A, a uto romance. Yeah. I'm in love with that, and I'm going to be using it all the time. I, and I'm going to pretend I give that, that I came freely. Up with it. That's yours <laughs> that now. That was so good. Uto romance. Well, there are two of those, right? Because you have like the mom and the psychiatrist, or psychologist, or scientist, mm-hmm. paranormal scientist. What is she? Is she a psychologist or like paranormal a- investigator? I guess I don't. I can't remember. Yeah. And she like works at the university, though. It yeah. looks like at that hideous '80s building. Yeah, a lot oh, of uh, so a lot of supernatural studies happening in the eighties in the universities, apparently, according to film. Apparently, yeah. you could just go to your local university. Yeah, just go to your local university, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm just got you know studying psychic abilities. Haven't oh, found yeah. it yet, but you know, it's like Ghostbusters. Hope hope springs eternal. Hope springs eternal. Yeah, we got funding. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, <laughs> so mind you, mind your own. Yeah, my state my state college did not have a paranormal investigation department or if they did they hit it very well right it's but like, I, I like do, the I university like x-files oh my god i would join imagine like a university like x-files club though yeah. that's a movie idea right there done see that wasn't that hard guys there, there's a whole other movie idea right there yeah they'll investigate it there'll be a family involved it'll be cute <laughs> kind of like conjuring but cuter because it's right. a club and clubs right. are always fun <laughs> i'm always a fan but i i think that this movie like hit hit all the notes that i needed needed yeah. for it too the, the little girl was really cute and normally i'm not swayed by cute children but she was really freaking yeah. cute the family unit was adorable one of my things that like is pretty common with spielberg movies that like it, it's I appreciate them so much more as I get older because I realize how hard it is to pull off in movies is like the little moments that aren't necessary to the story, but add color like the um, like when they're approaching their neighbor and they're like just getting eaten up by mosquitoes. I love that moment so much. <laughs> and the neighbor's just being kind of a douchebag. He's like, I've never gotten bitten by a sk- yes. mosquito ever. And it's like, this has nothing to do with anything, but it just adds, like, this is a Keep real- it in. This is a real life moment. Like, you know that yes. person, and you know that moment. Yes. Um, there's, like, the stuff with um, Dana in the hotel. Like, she's very familiar with the hotel or something. The The mom's like, what? Is going oh on. yes yes oh my gosh you're right and the neighbor and their mo and and just the fact that the I parents the got remote. high <laughs> they're just oh getting- my god they do and it's just like that doesn't necessarily add that much but it's great i mean some of the stuff it it just works into the movie and and to make it believable and some of the some of it they use later and some of it they don't but yeah it's i the love dad that stuff doing the the swan dive pretending to dive on the i loved that right yeah it's all good you're right all that stuff is good and that's uh i feel like a lot of that stuff comes from spielberg i think you're right and i think he does pay attention to kids very well in his yeah. movies i will say 
like um, Robbie is like the son in this movie and he is not an important part right. of the movie yeah. by any means. Right. Um, he's almost killed a few times, but I wouldn't say he's important to the plot. And they just took time to have a moment with the paranormal investigator, like talking to him about the afterlife and like a child friendly yeah. way, but in a very real way. And I was like there for it. Yeah. <laughs> totally there for it. <laughs> Yeah. It's just a cute movie, damn it. It is. It's a great movie. It's it's, it's my favorite. It's my favorite Top of this type of, of type this type of movie, yeah. I was about to say, I was like your favorite cuz that's like your favorite horror movie of all time. That would be very No, cool. that that's The Exorcist. Like I'm The Is it really The yeah, Exorcist? I'm unapologetic about that. I I love The Exorcist. I'm honestly not that surprised based on how you've been talking about it this entire... That doesn't shock me at all. It's... Yeah, it's really good. And it's top of mind right now just because we just did the screening. Because you'll just watch it. Um, yeah, that's one well, where it's like, you know, you asked me, like, has it been too soon since I've seen this one? This is one that, like, I probably wouldn't watch it more than once a year, but I've mm-hmm. never watched The Exorcist to where I'm like, I'm not still affected by it just as much. Because it's so uncomfortable. I just can't watch it again, I don't think. It's so, that's, so that's why I'm just like, once was enough. Once was, like, there, there's the not stuff, like the like cute it's, moments. It, yeah, there. <laughs> it's not cute. Yeah, there's stuff in, in there that just doesn't, I just don't get numb to it, I guess. Like, it just stays at the same level. Of Whereas horrifying. I could watch like Halloween, you know, yeah, all those stabbings and stuff. And it's like, ah, eh, who cares? I agree. Um, I, I'm looking at our scoreboard right now because we will have to, like, I don't know how this is going to, this is going to be a nightmare because mm-hmm. this scoreboard is a disaster, Bryce. This scoreboard is hideous. It is a monster. It is deformed. Um, and I don't know how this is going to rate because, like, Exorcist, I'm looking at it right now, and it's, like, number 54 on the scoreboard. Yeah, that's... Offensive. Offensive to me. <laughs> That was Chris. I, I blame Chris for that one. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm, I might have put it there because it scared me. I don't know. But it's a it's a good movie. But I will say um, at the top, honestly, God, this is just such. All right. We're going to say we're going to say top 10. So I'm going to start from the top and go down. Is this honestly just is this better or worse than the thing to you? Because that's what's number one. Um, For me, yes. I don't. I'm not. OK. The thing isn't. It didn't really affect me that much. I could rec- it's one of those movies that I recognize why it's so beloved, but this one is better than the thing for me. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Oh, we're gonna have a problem, aren't we? Yeah, oh, I'm looking no. I'm looking at your scoreboard right now. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> yeah, some of this is crazy. I know. Look, I know. And some of it I will give people like bargaining chips and then they give me bargaining chips. And it's just, it just backfires. But like, you do what you can. So we're, I'm, I'm sticking to it. The platform is ten. It's ten. And what? It's 10. Yeah, David was with me for that one. You didn't like the platform. I mean, it was all right. <laughs> Watching your. It's face. not better than Hereditary. <laughs> it's not twice as good as Hereditary or Midsummer. <laughs> twice as good so yeah no it's not it's not twice as good i think it's better Uh, uh, maybe i don't know (laughs) i can't defend this list bryce i mean i'm fine i mean i 
people love the shining and i i am not the biggest fan of it so like i look at the shining at mm. number 20 i'm like okay that's fine i that's could fine. i could be argued but uh, <laughs> i'm so sorry like what is, your face the silent night deadly night oh man that's it's like a, a top 10 for movie. me oh my i i would have done it way higher i would have done it so much higher if i could this is what i'm telling you if if anything is what you want it to be 54 50 it's lower than trick-or-treat <laughs> It is lower than trick or treat, oh and for gosh. that I apologize. Take and I will this say, list I out think... and burn it. Start over. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's too late. We have to commit, and oh it's an, it's just, it's hideous. It's hideous and deformed, but we love it, <laughs> and we keep it. Wait a minute. I know. I knew the Exorcist was going to piss you off. Oh man. I will say, I think that, um, I think that we rated that one lower Wait, it? just because the... we wouldn't watch it again. Are you talking about yeah. it as in the like new the newest it? one? Yeah. Is better than The Exorcist. It. Ugh. It is so better as, than The as Exorcist. As I have said, I cannot defend much of this. <laughs> and a, if anything is upsetting to you, just like it was it was Emma and like don't blame me. Oh my god. <laughs> this know, is I'm so, I'm so angry. I'm so that. angry right now. <laughs> this is Look, if oh. if it's any consolation, it makes me angry too. <laughs> like the ones that are low, some of these like I'd agree with, like the nun, that's trash. Yeah. Like Jeepers Creepers, Black Christmas, like 13 Ghosts. Yeah. None of those I have a problem with being at the bottom. See, I, 13 Ghosts I wanted way higher. I wanted that to be like ooh, all the way to the top. Oh, uh, you're one of them, huh? Um, <laughs> I am. I am one of those. But how do you feel about Halloween being where it is? Because that where's Halloween? I I don't give a fuck. Like fifty nine. All right, there we go. I don't care about that's one fight I don't need to get into today. (laughs) Everyone's always fighting me about that. People, but yeah, that's a if you want to fight Halloween people, like that's a fight that will never end. No, that's not a fight you want to get into. I've let that one go. Yeah, top ten. I am Jennifer's body number four. I haven't seen Jennifer's body, but it cannot be that good. Oh, it's really fucking good, Bryce. It's really good. I'm <laughs> fine so with... Good. So here's the ones I'm fine with with your top 10. Um, <laughs> the thing, Ready or Not, is solid. Like, I'll it's I'll solid. say that's solid. Uh, Psycho. Mm-hmm. Cabin in the Woods is like... Mm, I don't close. know if I want it there anymore, but... It Follows there. is like... Mm, it's close. David loves that. David, the, Yeah, David's the reason that's as high as it is. Yeah, those ones... American Psycho, maybe... But definitely, yeah. I mean, I'm that's, thinking that's a lot of the list. That's a lot of the top ten. Yeah, but the platform you're upset about. I look at Hereditary should be up there. I Carrie know. should be up there. Which one? Carrie. Where is Carrie? Carrie's okay, 19. yes, Carrie should be higher. Carrie should be much, much higher. I agree. If I was going to do a horror comedy, I would definitely rate Creep above Cabin in the Woods. Oh, in, Creep in my opinion. Be- Creep should be top 10. Um, and I probably have a bias towards recent ones because I would put The Witch up there too. Mm. You don't like The Witch? I did like The Witch. I would not put it... I think it's comfy where it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's another near perfect movie for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm starting to pick up like the kinds of movies that you prefer. I can be pretty pretentious. Like I, I'm... I'm... <laughs> 
I can be pretty pretentious when I when I like art house movies. Art house movies, yeah, for but sure. I'm also art house like, and classic. Also, when it comes to like these are kind of the undisputed champions, like The Exorcist. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, I, yeah, I'm that on one I can't really, I can't, yeah, it's 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 it, I, it's offensive where it Do is. Do you guys have <laughs> Rosemary's Baby on here anywhere? I didn't see it. So we didn't, we purposely didn't rank that one because I didn't want it on this because like we didn't. Oh, that's right, really I listened like to that episode it. because of yeah, yeah, because of that guy, like because it, it like if and this is you know off the record, off the scoreboard. If it was gonna go on the scoreboard, it it, it would be quite high. Yeah, um, but I I just can't look at it. Just can't stomach it, but it would be high. Yeah, that's a that's a that's dilly of a pickle. Because if it was a bad movie, I would just be like, yeah, straight to the bottom. Fuck it. Right. No, but that's a that's a good. I mean, the surrogate would be hereditary. That's basically hereditary close so close good. enough to Rosemary's Baby. Hereditary is so good. I will say. I don't know why it's so low. Yeah. Anyways, so. Where would I put this one? I mean, I would put it somewhere in the top ten. I would put it above. Um, do you think it's better than Ready or Not? Um, yeah, it's hard to score these because I put it. I'd put mm-hmm. it above a lot of these, but yeah, from your list, I'd probably put it above the Cabin in the Woods. For sure. Yeah. I think this is going to be like a top five maybe for me, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I would I would put it up. I would put it number two. Number two? Like out of these movies. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Would I think you two. fight me if I gave it number three? No. You wouldn't fight me? You're okay with Ready or Not? Could we move off? I wish we could. <laughs> cabin in the woods and replace it with exorcist and then i'll let you do it at three honestly you know what yes (laughs) yes i will hold on i'm writing that down i've cracked the code i'm telling you it's a negotiation yeah if this this is all about negotiating like this is like monopoly level you know yes no it is properties mm -hmm. so you get your monopoly like you, you can have it at three if the Exorcist is in the top ten now. I will put Exorcist in the top ten. I will, I will, I will do that, and I will do that for you, um, because I, 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 this can't. I don't know if I can let this beat Ready or Not, and honestly, I don't know if I can let it beat Hill House. If I'm being honest, yeah, I don't know if I can let it beat Jennifer's Body. Like, I, uh, you can let it beat Jennifer's Body. You haven't even seen Jennifer's Body. Yeah, but you can let it. Beat. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll tell you what, I will put this number five. And I will put Exorcist number seven. Is that a fair trade? Okay. So it pushes off of, it follows and, oh no, it pushes off Psycho. No, Psycho still stays, but well, do, do you think it? So you replace Exorcist- the cabin in the woods with, so you swap them. I don't know if I can, I think I'm just going to swap them. Yeah. <laughs> No one's no one's gonna argue. No one's gonna be like, no, you didn't put the cabin in the woods as the top best horror movie of all time. (laughs) I don't think anyone's like that ride or die for cabin in the woods. I think it's a good movie. I would watch it again. I've watched it a few times, but no, like I'm not gonna. I'm 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 not like Halloween level. I'm not the way that I am for Signs or for Scream. 
because I'm also ride or die for those. And I know that you're not the same, Bryce. <laughs> I know no, you disagree. I think, no, I think Scream is the best slasher ever. It is the best slasher. Like, Absolutely. That, hands down. That Thank deserves you. to be top 10, too. Um, David disagrees with that one. Really? Yeah, David's not a big fan, but I know that he he really likes signs and you don't. <laughs> no, I mean, it's okay. I wouldn't put it top 10. <laughs> so I, I mean, I really like signs. I like M Night Shyamalan. Like my my thing me is too. it loses several points for me because of the the swing away. It's See? Like, oh, that's so dumb. I know you don't like swing it's away. So dumb. You know anything no. else it could have been anything no, else i love swing away you know what fine i'll give you that one i, I would have been fine that- if it was the same ending if he swung the bat but it had nothing to do with the death of his mom like that part was dumb well the, like, it ha- it's, it's about signs bryce <laughs> it's about <sighs> signs <laughs> that's kind of important okay all right <laughs> he has to say it yeah so Science is number 12. Honestly, I would have had it way higher, but um, Ariana would not budge. So mm. I'll tell you this. I will put Poltergeist. We said five and then. I did say five. Swapping out Cabin in the Woods. I'll just swap it. Yeah. <laughs> and that puts Exorcist at number seven, which that's from what is it? 50 something? Well, from wait, 54? does that. Does that- well, wait. That shows. So you put ex, you put a. Uh, <laughs> this is so funny. You you put uh, Poltergeist <laughs> in at five, so that shoves down. Yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna shove everything five down. Five through ten. Mm-hmm. So actually, what if I put the Exorcist would be seven, eight, or eight. Yeah. Can I make it eight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Eight. That's still quite the jump. Right. That's still quite the jump. And I that will, shoves off the platform, this. which should never be there. I'm uh, okay. I'm sensing a sci-fi thing also with your taste where you're not a sci-fi person. It's like a different thing it's just for different. me. Yeah. <laughs> I put it in a different category. Like not even horror. Yeah, I feel like sci-fi horror is like I never treat it as true horror because it's like Ugh. Well, obviously that's not going to happen. Purist. Like there's not No. I'm not going to get I'm not <laughs> going to attack will? by aliens. Yeah. Yeah, I could be haunted by a poltergeist <laughs> and be shoved across the room, but I'm not going to get... That's possible. There's no alien that's going to hunt me down. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Fine. I think that we've reached kind of an agreement here, and okay. I think it's I think it's all right. And I'm you've so already glad told that me. you acquiesced that we were I able did. to negotiate. I, well, honestly, after like the love letter you just wrote, The Exorcist, like <sighs> I... I'm not I have a heart Bryce yeah like, thank you thank you and then when you saw it was 54 I was like okay <laughs> my deepest apologies so yes I think I think this is a good trade I think this is fair um just you shake your hands after these mm, deals okay. yeah and no one no one feels 100% great right. <laughs> but you gave this a you gave this a 10 out of 10 for your personal rating didn't you yeah yeah I did too I gave it 10 out of 10 carnivorous trees Okay. So, like, we we see eye to eye on this movie is what we're getting at. We do not see eye to eye on every movie. <laughs> right. And you do need to watch Jennifer's Body, but this is a good movie. I know. I've I've been I've been really close to getting Jennifer's Body on <laughs> on horror movie talk. Mostly, you know, honestly, with a lot of the the big name ones, it's like it's not it's streaming hard. anywhere. So yeah. 
Like I find if you find something like Gremlins or something that's streaming on HBO, you're like, well, Gremlins. might as well cover that one because it's available. Boo. Yeah, you do have to go out of your way for Jennifer's body, but it is worth it. Um, Poltergeist I had to go out of my way for, actually. It's on Tubi for free. Oh, God. Yeah, with those horrible commercials every five seconds. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I could I did that for Texas Chainsaw and it was like a miserable experience. So I was like, I'll pay three dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I paid the three dollars. Yeah. And it was worth it. Ten out of ten. Loved it. Worth worth three dollars is my end summary for okay. this movie. Totally worth everything. Totally penny. worth it. Yeah. Well, I Bryce, I had so much fun having you on this show, um, even though I offended you greatly. No, I, I, I hope you had fun too. It's you've been redeemed. The Exorcist okay, in its rightful good. place in the top ten. Okay, I don't did let top it happen 10. again. Wow, don't let I've never done that. Knock it off. Oh God! Because then I'll come back. And... I've shown weakness. You'll come back. Well, I, I hope you do because you're you're our club brother, and I and I just love having you on, on this show, and I love hearing about how amazing your live shows are doing, and I just hope to. I'm going to keep an eye out, and I know they're all going to be amazing. So mm-hmm. everyone, if you haven't already, go subscribe to Horror Movie Talk. Check out Bryce and David. If you're in the area, check out their live shows. And uh, that's all I have. Bryce, do you have anything else? No, that's it. Thanks for having me on. Um, we'll have you on on Horror Movie Talk again sometime. Maybe next time. When, whenever we cover Jennifer's body, we'll have you on. Hells yeah. If you guys cover Jennifer's body, I wasn't going to say anything, but if I don't get at least like a text, I will be upset. <laughs> okay. I will put The Exorcist back at number 54. I'll do it, Bryce. Oh, God. I'll do it. No. I'll, do, I'll put it at the bottom. All right. Well, this was so fun. And um, everyone at home, just remember to stay spoofy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.